Hey everyone, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Savannah. And you're listening to A Little Limb Different Podcast. Where we are discussing all things limb difference. We know that growing up with a limb difference can be a struggle, so we're here to help. So join us as we cover all the hard topics for limb different girls living in a two-handed world. Hey everyone, welcome back to a little limb different podcast. We're on episode seven now, and today we're just going to kind of be talking about what's going on with our lives. Hey guys, uh, we are back. So excited. Yeah, we just want to give some life updates. We haven't really talked about like what's going on with our lives. Kelsey is like getting married and planning this entire wedding. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be fun to talk about her wedding planning and things that are going on with our lives. Yeah. So Kelsey, I just wanted to give a little background to everyone. How did you and Paul even meet? So we met at Ball State. That's where we both went to college. Um, I think it was like sophomore year. Yeah. Um, Sophomore year. I was in line at like this um, group that I was in. It was like a Christian organization on campus um, and they were hosting like a barbecue, a barbecue. And it was called Barbecue. Um, <laughs> and so I was standing in line to get food and someone walked by me and they're like, oh, Kelsey, are you, are you still cheerleading this year? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I am. And Paul was behind me and that got him kind of interested. He was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're a cheerleader? And I was like, yeah. And he started talking to me about how he was a cheerleader in high school for a few years, he decided to try it out. And so we started talking about that and I ended up getting my food and we ended up going to one of the picnic tables and just kind of sitting and talking to each other, getting to know each other. Um, and then from there, we were like friends for about a year. Like we would Snapchat every once in a while, text on and off, but nothing ever came from it. Um, but then around my birthday, the next year, Um, I was in Nashville for my 21st birthday and he, I posted a picture and he messaged me and was like, oh my gosh, you look so pretty. And so we started, (laughs) we started kind of talking again more and school was starting up and he was like, do you want to go to dinner with me? And I was like, yeah, I'll I'll do that. (laughs) So (laughs) we went to Chili's for our first date. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we went there and yeah, I guess the rest is history because we went on like, I think we were going on a few dates for about like maybe a month and then we made it like official. So. Oh my gosh. And then how long have y'all been like dating? Um, a little over three years. It'll be four years um, in October. So. And then you've been engaged for like how long? Um, since October. So. Oh, okay. How many months that is, but yeah. And when is the wedding? Uh, September 3rd. Oh my gosh. You are not far off. So you're like Mm-mm. in the thick of it right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, so in the beginning we were like all excited, like, yeah, let's get everything planned. And we quickly got like a venue. We got a photographer, videographer, and a DJ. And it was all like, we did all that like super fast because everyone kept saying like, you got to get that stuff now because it all gets booked up super fast. 
Oh so, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, so we got all that. And then, like, it kind of calmed down and, like, months went by and we were just kind of, like, chilling and we're like, yeah, the wedding's not for a while. We have, we have plenty of time to plan. And now we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's, like, coming up really fast. Yes. Are you, like, a DIY girl or are you, like, I'm just going to buy it? Uh, well, my mom's more of a DIY girl. She's pretty good at, like, um, decorating and, like, just crafty kind of stuff. So she – I think she's going to do some things. But I've found a lot of cute, like, signs and stuff on Etsy and – I'm kind of at the point where I'm just like, I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to that yeah. point. I was like, I am saving money for my wedding. And then I was like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> no. I don't have time for this. Mm-mm. So you have no idea how much like goes into a wedding until you're like actually in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. I was freaking out when I found out I had to pick like colors, like where did plants go? I don't know about you, but the, I hired a wedding planner for like the day of, and I got her like eight weeks out before the wedding. And so she, um, like confirmed all my bookings and stuff like that making sure they were going to show up the day of, and like had a time for them to show up. It was the best money I had ever spent. Yeah. That sounds really nice. So far it's just been like me and my mom kind of planning everything. But I think she is looking into, like, a day of, um, like, somebody who will, like, set up everything for us. Because we don't want to have to, like, put all the decorations up and worry about all that on the wedding day. So I think we're going to hire someone to, like, at least put the decorations up for us so and take them down. Oh, yeah. I I recommend it to literally every girl that's getting married because, like, we just wanted everyone to relax. You know, like, you stress so much like getting everything done before and definitely like family wants to help you as much as possible and but I wanted like my family to enjoy it you know and they weren't going to be able to enjoy it if they were like running around putting things together yeah exactly so there's been that um like right now we're at the point where we're just getting kind of like the final details um so I have like a list of a lot of things I still have to do like little things like you don't even think about I'm like oh yeah I still need to get like a cake topper I need to get (laughs) like a cute like knife set to cut the cake um I need to get like a box for our rings to go in and um like a welcome sign for the wedding which I'm gonna get off Etsy um yeah it's just like little stuff like that that I'm still like oh shoot I still gotta get all that stuff Oh my gosh. I remember that to a T. Oh my gosh. Um, but what was amazing is my wedding planner, she had like, she had a garage full of those pieces, like anything and everything you needed. She had it in the garage and you paid an extra hundred dollars to like rent it out. And like, she brought it and like, you got to go in there and pick like your candlesticks, your box cutters, like everything. So I didn't have to like go find it or like buy it. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, definitely. If you do plan on doing that, see if like your wedding planner has maybe like a hideaway storage, like binded, which was like fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my mom mentioned that she has some decorations that she would 
that we could use, but I'm not totally sure. But yeah, that that's something we'll have to look into. And definitely, um, if you guys are listening, if y'all have any advice for Kelsey, like helping her find things in like her area and stuff, that would be amazing too. Because um, I had a friend that told me about this Facebook page and it's called like Bride to Bride or something like that. And it's like thousands of people that just ask questions and they sell like their wedding stuff on there on Facebook. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can just literally search like your theme or like if you're looking for a photographer in a certain area. Um, I don't, I, hopefully they have it in your area. This one was for like the Houston area whenever I was getting married. And like, Mm -hmm. I literally would just meet like this girl at like Kroger and like, she'd give me all, like I'd pay like $50 for her, like floating candles or something that she had like extra mm-hmm. and it's saved me so much money yeah I bet um uh, what are your colors like tell me like the vibe so I'm kind of going for like sunset colors in a way okay um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the so like the bridesmaids are wearing like a dusty rose color um and the groomsmen are wearing a like a charcoal gray Mm -hmm. um and like my flowers are all going to be like that dusty rose color cream maybe like a little peach like those kind of color like kind of like a sunset in a way oh my gosh that's gonna be so pretty are you using uh real flowers or fake flowers uh real flowers for the most part i think like our bouquets are all gonna be real um we're gonna have like flowers going on the arch um at the ceremony uh and then i think some flowers like at the reception so we're me- we met with the florist like last week and i guess she wants to meet with us again so we'll be meeting with her next week to i guess finalize everything did you like want to cry when you found out how much flowers were yeah they're so expensive <laughs> because i literally like dropped like mouth dropped I was like yeah what yeah so there's like these um chandeliers I think that's what they are at the venue there's three of them there's like two smaller ones on the outside and then one big one in the middle and we saw someone who was at that venue before they put like tons of flowers all over it and it looks so pretty and we're like how much would that cost to do something like that and she's like uh doing something like that we're talking like five thousand dollars no yeah oh my gosh I'm like okay never mind (laughs) (laughs) not in the budget no have y'all gone over budget speaking uh well we (laughs) we wanted like when we very first like we're planning the wedding we were like yeah we could do twenty thousand like that'll be fine but like the closer we're getting to the wedding, we're like, uh, we're like about to go over that. <laughs> That's crazy. That's it's so insane. Yeah, it is insane. Like how much everything is. Cause like you have the venue, you have like catering, you have, um, we're having an open bar. Oh um, yes. That's, that's the best. You know what I did? I did have an open bar as well, but I didn't allow people to drink until like I was able to drink. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so like I didn't want them to like be drinking while like everyone was getting ready and everything so I was like no you're not allowed to do that until like the actual ceremony is over yeah that's what I think I don't think they're gonna be able to drink until like 
cocktail hour type mm-hmm. that that time. So, and we're having like a signature drink. Oh, what are they? So we're going to do margaritas and we're naming them after, so we have three cats. So it's, <laughs> this is cute. <laughs> we're naming it the three amigos. And I have this lady on Etsy. She's printing out like, um, like a little sign for me and it has like three pictures of the cats and then like their margarita next to it. So like one of our cats is named Cosmo. So his is going to be the Cosmo lime margarita. It'll be mm-hmm. a lime one. And then we have um, Charlie and she's a girl. So she got the strawberry. And okay. then we have Benny. He's orange and white. And so he's going to have an orange margarita. So. Oh my God. That is like adorable. Yeah. That is so <laughs> I'm, cute. I'm so excited to see the sign. Yeah, that is so cute. I had like his and her drinks names. So mm-hmm. it was just like a guy's one and like a girl's one. Um, but we didn't have any animals when we got married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we're trying to incorporate them. And like our dog is our ring bearer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is going to be so cute. And yeah. I just want to let you know, I officially got my invitation. Yay. So I'm so excited <laughs> about that. Um, the, um, the invitation is really cute. Oh, thanks. I, I did all of my invitations on Canva. Like I designed them all and which if anybody else is trying to find invitations, like invitations are super expensive. So I highly recommend just doing them on Canva and then ordering them like through FedEx. That's smart because not a lot of people know about Canva. A lot of people know about like, what are they, what are the other ones? I think I use Shutterfly Mm -hmm. and then I think you can do them through other websites yeah. But I've like, never heard of Canva yeah. before. Yeah, it's really nice. I I was just able to do it all through there and it didn't take long at all. So So have you guys had your um bachelorette and bachelor parties? Um so I'm having my bachelorette weekend this weekend. Um what? we're leaving for Nashville Friday. Oh my gosh. So I'm I'm really excited. Who is your is your sister your maid of honor? Yeah, she is. Okay. Yeah, and then, huh? Is it all planned? Um, her well, pretty much all the bridesmaids kind of came together and planned a lot of stuff. I know my sister made all the reservations for places. Um, but yeah, and I, I don't know if they have anything like secret planned that I don't know about yet. Like, yeah, so (laughs) we'll see. Well, I can't um, wait to see all the photos. Um, yeah. Are you guys doing like, uh, so whenever I got married, we had, we did like a money dance. Are oh, you gonna, yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah. My parents did that at their wedding, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I don't know. We hadn't talked about doing anything like that. Um, oh my gosh, it was nice. We ended up with like, I think four or $500 and like oh, totally damn. helped with the uh, honeymoon. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe I'll yeah. talk to Paul after this. <laughs> it was definitely worth it. Um, not a lot of people bring money to weddings or like cash, but like I guess they just felt obligated to give whatever's in their wallet. So we get like 20s and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but Dang, that's really nice. Are you guys doing like a really big cake? Um, so we're going to do um, pretty much like a personal cake. Um, It'll have two layers, I guess. Um, 
one that we'll eat at the wedding and then one that we'll save for like our one year anniversary. And then everyone else is going to have cupcakes. Oh, nice. Yeah. And just did thought- your jaw drop how much cake was? Yeah, cake's pretty expensive. <laughs> Although my aunt's paying for our cake, so that's really nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's her wedding gift to us. So, so do you have like Paul's family's paying for stuff? Your family's paying for stuff? Like it's going pretty well. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> well. My parents are paying for like most of it, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, it's going it's going fine. Yeah, I can I can hear that in your voice. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to leave it at that, but Uh we had that type of issue too. My husband's family, they're divorced. And then my family as well didn't have much money. So me and my husband paid for a lot of our wedding and they Mm -hmm. helped with like, I asked them to pay for like our videographer. And then I asked the other family to pay for like the bar and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so, oh my gosh, money and family, it just doesn't go. No, it doesn't. (laughs) And so all I got to say is be careful whenever you're having a wedding because you, you see and hear everything. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, for you guys' wedding. And I know that you're getting down to like the nitty gritty and like the little bitty few things that you have to get. And I'm sure you already have your wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Paul's already got like his tux and everything or his suit. He's gotten fitted for it, but he keeps like putting off actually going and getting it. So <laughs> I think he's going to do that this weekend, hopefully. And where is he going for his bachelor? Um, he's going to Toronto, actually. Ooh, y'all are going to like good places. Yeah. Well, one of his groomsmen isn't even 21 yet. He doesn't turn 21 until like August 17th. So he can't drink, but in Canada, <laughs> he can drink. So. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny. So they're like, all right, we're going here. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, I really hope I'm able to make it. Um, I'm not working as much anymore. So hopefully I'll be able to make it. Yeah, that'd be amazing. We can get cute pictures together. Oh my God, yes. I, <laughs> I'm already visioning the wedding, so I'm so excited. And I can't wait to like drink your signature drinks. Like I want all of yes. them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be like a really fun party. Oh my gosh, you're going to have so much fun. It's going to go by so fast. You're going to be literally smiling the entire time because you have to take photos every three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope nothing happens during the wedding. Like, I feel like something always happens. Like, my makeup artist didn't show up. Uh, really? Yeah, so I like got my, bride, my bridesmaids. They had a different makeup artist because I didn't really want like they wanted to do like some of their own makeup to save money and stuff. I have like their hair done. So mm-hmm. I got a person for me and, um, to do like the airbrush makeup and like my hair done. And she was like, Oh, I'm in Austin, Texas right now. Like I'm in traffic. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but thank God I had another hairstylist there and she did phenomenal. She just like, was like, mm-hmm. all right, I got you girl. And just like, did it. That's good. I would have been so stressed. You know, it was really weird. I was the most coolest cucumber I've ever been. Like even before the wedding, I was like freaking out. But on the wedding day, I think it was just so much at one time. Mm-hmm. that Like I was just so calm. I was like, oh, she's not showing up. Okay. <laughs> and well, like, that- yeah. 
I mean, that's good that you're calm. I hope I'm calm on my wedding day. I already know I'm going to like cry walking down the aisle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you guys doing a first look? No, I, I wanted it to be like his very first time seeing me is walking down the aisle because I wanted it to, it to be like that special moment. So, Aww. yeah. Yeah. But I am doing a first look with my bridesmaids. So. Okay. That's good. Well, I mean, they're seeing you get ready. <laughs> well, I'm going to try and get ready like away from them. So, okay. so that they'll see me like put all together, like for the first time when they get the pictures. So. Oh, I'm so happy for you guys. I'm so glad. Like, I just feel like a lot of people don't really talk about their weddings, especially like limb different people, because like we always worry about someone loving us, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think sharing your wedding and you and Paul and how he just like doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, there's always someone for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, what's been going on with your life? Well, it's been a literal train wreck. Oh. <laughs> Coming from, so I know I talked on here a little bit about my travel job. Well, I quit it. Oh, really? Yes. I've never like quit a job before on like because of these reasons, but I like had to quit for like myself. Like I was working <laughs> with that girl that I just wasn't able to like work with. Mm -hmm. The doctor, was it? No, this was the girl that um, I had problems with that doctor and then it was fine. And then there's a girl that I work with that there's only two respiratory therapists for the entire hospital. So you work with this person every single time you go to work, like for the rest mm -hmm. of your life. Mm -hmm. like you work the same shift. And um, this girl just like, we just were not getting along. Um, she um, has like really high functioning anxiety where like, mm -hmm. I don't really know how to deal with a person like that. And mm -hmm. she felt like she had to micromanage and like do things. And it was just becoming like an issue. Like we just weren't working well together. Yeah. And so um, then the boss, I had a, a going in with the boss one day and I'm like, I don't think I can handle this anymore. So I told my agent and I quit. And um, been super happy about that. I quit literally just like a week ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then Saturday, which was just a couple of days ago, I actually ended up in the emergency room. Mm -hmm. So things have not been too hot these past <laughs> like 72 hours. <laughs> um, so I have um, a cervical sprain. So like down my neck to like my left side of my shoulder. It's just been like excruciating, like pain. Imagine having like a Charlie horse, but not in your leg, but it's like in your neck and like, mm -hmm. you just can't move. It'd be awful. Oh my gosh. Do I know how know. you got it. No, I don't know what happened. I went to the gym last week on Tuesday and, um, nothing strenuous, like nothing different than I do. And I went to work on Wednesday and Thursday and by Thursday, I'm like, man, maybe I slept wrong. You know, I started taking some ibuprofen and, um, then Friday morning I woke up and I was stiff, like literally couldn't move my neck. I couldn't get out of bed. And, um, I, I instantly thought that I had meningitis. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> because like, that's a main symptom of like, yeah. 
stiff neck and everything. And I was like, I work in respiratory. Like I'm, I'm dying. Like this is happening. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I had some pain pills, like hydrocodone left over from like a surgery I had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? The ibuprofen is not cutting it whatsoever. Let me just try this hydrocodone, but I don't take the full dose. I only take like half of it. Mm-hmm. So I took half of it at like 8 a.m. that morning and um, it didn't even touch the pain at all. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, what is like, this is crazy. Like I'm really dying. <laughs> and uh, so then I tried to go to bed and I woke up at 1 a.m. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to take the other half. Like I have to. And I told myself I was going to go to an urgent care like that Saturday morning. And I woke up that morning, Saturday morning in excruciating pain, I dropped to the floor. I was seeing white. I was about to like faint and like become unconscious. Oh my gosh. And my husband is offshore. So I was alone by myself and I couldn't reach him. He was working nights. Mm-hmm. And so by this time he was going to bed and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like if I faint, no one's going to find me. Like I'm literally going to be by myself. Yeah. And so I had to call 911. And I'm about to get real with you guys. Okay. So <laughs> I had just started mother nature that morning. Okay. Oh. My period came. I'm, I managed to make myself go to the toilet. Okay. And I was going to the restroom doing mother nature, you know, fixing myself. And I could not get off the toilet. Like I was seeing white stars. Like mm. I couldn't move. And so I had called. I don't even know how I did this, but I called a neighbor, one of my friends, and she came over within like five minutes. She lived in my neighborhood and I couldn't even speak to the ambulance, like 911 people, because I was just like out of it. So the ambulance show up, my blood pressure is like 80 over 60. Oh, oh no. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's the reason, you know? So they're like willing me off of the toilet, like so embarrassed, <laughs> like Yes. I was so embarrassed my friend, like seeing me like this. I couldn't move my neck. Like, oh my gosh, they had to, I was like, well, you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine. Like I told the ambulance people like, no, like we have to take you. Like your blood pressure was so low. Like we have an obligation. Like we have to take you to the ER mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Never ridden the back of an ambulance. I was so scared. <laughs> um, my husband has no idea what's happening. I just didn't know what to do, you know? Yeah. I was still. It's the oh first God. time it's ever happened. Um so scary. I get to the ER. Um the ER is apparently like so busy. I hear like three code blues happening. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And so I don't get any pain meds for like probably an hour and a half until I even see the doctor. I'm like sitting there in pain. Oh, that's and awful. So, yeah, it was awful. I finally get the, the diagnosis of cervical spine or sprain or whatever. He sends me home on like a muscle relaxers and like some pain meds and, and stuff like that. And thank God, because I am now able to like move my head like back and forth. I mm-hmm. still can't move it like downwards. I can't like look at screens or like phones for a certain long, like a long period of time before like my neck just like spasms. Mm. and so I've been dealing with all of that (laughs) (laughs) well I'm glad you're okay like that must have been so scary 
Oh my God, it was really scary. I've never had to call the ambulance before, but I do just want to say calling 911 isn't that fast. <laughs> really? Okay, so I called 911 and like I could barely speak. I was like seeing white dots and they're like, what's your name? What's your date of birth? Where do you live? Um, <laughs> yeah, they're asking me all these questions and I like can't answer them. Mm-hmm. I remember telling them like, I don't know. I'm like crying. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And they're like, well, can you confirm like your address? I'm like, oh if you gosh. already know this, just like send the ambulance. Yeah. And so um, anyways, I, I thought about that after the fact, but <laughs> I'm so happy that like literally yesterday I'm kind of coming to life. I took a shower for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you or like anyone else that's like super sick. Like they just don't feel good. Like no showering, no brushing hair, like mm-hmm. not even brushing teeth. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like in bed constantly. Um, that was me for like two days. And like, I wasn't sleeping because I was in so much pain. Yeah. And so the muscle relaxers have done me good. <laughs> That's good. I'm so happy about that. And I'm happy that I'm done with my travel job. That was just giving me so unwanted stress that Sometimes you have to say not all money is good money, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I left um, my hospital job. I just couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) And I just don't want people to think that like, like I'm just being a quitter, like being a baby about it. Like it's, it's real. Like Mm -hmm. you just like can't handle the stress and like you just can't mentally like or physically handle it anymore. Yeah. No, I totally understand. Like working bedside, it's a lot. Like it's a lot of pressure, like emotionally, physically, mentally, (laughs) like it's a lot. Yeah. People really don't understand what healthcare workers truly go through until they're in their shoes. And I can say that for any other, like maybe company, you know, I don't really know what my husband goes through offshore. I can't imagine dealing with what he deals with. Like being trapped in the ocean for like months at a time Mm -hmm. like that's mental to me yeah like I would literally be talking to fish yeah yeah me too (laughs) but luckily I'm feeling better and I'm happy that I'm feeling a little bit better and like putting on deodorant today is like life (laughs) (laughs) have you tried taking like like a nice warm bath or anything oh my gosh I tried that on like Thursday and Friday, but I actually got a heating pad Mm -hmm. and uh, I've been using that and it's been helping, but not as well as like the muscle relaxer and like the, the pain meds, like them together. I think it's helping me kind of like, it's helping me move my head back and forth, but I think it's helping me like stretch it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, like to take medicine all the time like that. Um, I only do it when I absolutely need to. Mm-hmm. And I don't even take the full dose of my muscle relaxer. I only take one pill and I'm supposed to take like, supposed to take two pills like three times a day. And I only take <laughs> like maybe two pills. Yeah. Because I literally wouldn't be functioning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, hopefully it just continues to get better. Yeah. I think I'm praying about it and my husband. I feel so bad for him because he had like no idea what was going on. My like, my friend had to tell him what was happening. Cause I just like, I mean, I was in the ambulance going away mm-hmm. and I just can't imagine 
but he came home. They sent him home from um, offshore for like a day or so. But they were like, hey, man, like, is your wife okay? Can you come back? Like, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So he was here for like a day and a half. And he was the most energizer bunny I've ever seen. <laughs> like, Kelsey, I don't even know what he, he was on. But like, he came home, like, cleaned the house. He did like yard work. He like pulled weeds. Like, Aww. Like, took care of me, gave my pills, made me eat, and was, like, back to work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's nice. Yeah. But I had a total mental breakdown when he left. Yeah, I bet. I probably would, too. I was so scared. I'm, like, so scared now to be by myself. Yeah. Because, like, what if it, you know, happens again or, like, and then you still have nobody there? Yeah. And I just was, like, freaking out when he left because – I've never had to go through that. And I just know that, you know, everyone's just so busy all the time and no, not a lot of people check on you all the time. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm dying. Like I'm going to be on this ground right now. No <laughs> one's going to know. Yeah. That's where my head went. You should get one of those, like, what are they? Like the little alert Stop. <laughs> necklaces. <laughs> yeah. Like the my iPhone. Mom I has can't one get of those. Out. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes, we're at that point with her. Um, (laughs) I'm not at that point yet. Okay, don't put that juju on me. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm glad that I got to come on with you guys. I almost didn't do it. Mm -hmm. I remember I told you, I was like, I don't think I can. And you're like, it's totally fine. But I think just getting back to kind of normal activity is going to be the best for me. Mm -hmm. And I'll keep you guys updated on the podcast and with like on the social media and stuff like that so hopefully going up uphill is where I'm going yeah definitely so like what what do you think you're gonna do now like for a job do you think like you'll try a different hospital or um I don't know if you you know but I at the time I do have three jobs so I did my travel job which was a full time. And then I have another job at a hospital that I work here in and I'm a clinical instructor at a college. Oh, wow. (laughs) Then you're covered. (laughs) Yeah. So I have those two other jobs and uh, I'm starting school in August. So I think, Oh really? It was just a blessing in disguise that I just needed to get, get away from that and just focus on, you know, school and other things. What are you going to school for? I'm just, Right now, I'm focusing on getting my bachelor's, uh, so maybe I can teach respiratory. That's mm-hmm. my B goal, but my A goal is I really want to do perfusion. Oh, yeah. Um, but I know it's another grueling program, and I don't know <laughs> if I want to spend the money and the time to do it, because me and my husband really want to get pregnant soon. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I don't know if I can put another, like, sixty seventy thousand dollars into school yeah I know I'm I'm getting ready to start my nurse practitioner program and I'm like oh boy this is gonna be a lot yeah you can do it though you're so smart and just keep going like I'm telling myself like just keep going Savannah just keep going yeah yep well we'll all get there yeah so we really wanted to we really wanted to end on doing another question. Um, did you have it for us, Kelsey? 
Yeah. So the question was, um, it was pretty much asking like, what was it like starting out school, like for the very first time as a limb different child? Um, so when I read that question, I just kind of immediately thought about like preschool and what my mom has told me. Um, Mm -hmm. like when I was little, I was very confident, like nothing bothered me. I was like very friendly. I'd go up to anybody. Like I didn't even at that point, like I knew I was different, but like also didn't know, like, I just didn't care, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So like my first day of preschool, like my mom went to drop me off at the, at the door and I immediately like ran over to the other kids and was like, hi, I'm Kelsey. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I think in like pre-K, um, I think my teacher, it was pretty much, it was a lot of the same students from preschool, but, oh, actually it wasn't. So like I was in preschool and then my birthday missed the cutoff, like by a few days to go to kindergarten. Um, so then they put me in pre-K and so it was a new set of kids and so they had never met me before, but I still like was just, you know, my outgoing bubbly self. But I think my teacher at that point like had me like share with the class about my arm, I think. Oh, that's kind of smart. Yeah, I think I remember doing that, like just telling everybody like I was born this way and she kind of told the class like, yeah, she does everything perfectly fine. Like that's just how she is. So I don't really remember like kind of elementary school, like starting school and stuff, but I do remember as it being a kid, like, like we didn't care, you know, like we knew we were different, but we didn't care. Like we were just a child, like playing, hanging out. I think that other kids noticed more than we did, I feel mm-hmm. like. And uh, I think it's very important to have a talk with your child, though, before they do go to school and have like a game plan. Because yeah. like whenever they start, the kids start asking questions like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, can you do this? Like, why were you made that way? Like, I think it's OK to sit down your child and like have the conversation of like, how are you going to answer these questions if your teacher asks you or if another kid asks you um, whatever you want to tell them? I think my mom always told me to tell them I was made this way and that's just me you know Mm -hmm. Um, everyone else has like a different story if someone lost it traumatically or if they were born that way I think it's good to just sit sit them down and have like a plan and I love that the teacher did that to you because I feel like it just gets it out in the open so you don't have to explain yourself like 500 times yeah yeah I've noticed a lot of parents like on the lucky fin um, page I've noticed that they have done that for their kids too. like kind of talk to the teacher and said like, Hey, can you talk with the class and just kind of let them know about, you know, my child. Mm-hmm. So it's not kind of like a shocker. Yeah. Um, the only, that was the only time we really had to do that because like I went to a small little Catholic school that was like preschool to eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> so like I grew up with all those kids, the rest of the school time. And so I never had to go through all those questions again except when I sixth and seventh grade we decided to try out like a new school so when I was the new kid there I still was used to like nobody cares about my arm like it's all cool but it was there it was kind of like a rude awakening and all the kids were like super mean about it so and I wasn't like prepared to be like 
you know, I guess to answer all those questions. So I think that is a good idea to kind of sit with them and talk to them about like, you know, some kids might say things, but like you just have to ignore them and, you know, just kind of go over that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it's definitely whenever I feel confident and like I know what I'm going to say back to a kid, I feel like, or to that person, I feel better. Like I'm not thrown off. Mm -hmm. But I mean, when you're in preschool and like elementary and stuff like that, it's easier because you transition with all those kids. They usually stay with you until like graduation. Yeah. Like if they don't move off to another school or something like that. So it gets easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely does. And like all those classmates will accept them for who they are and it won't even by, by the time they like get to know them, they'll forget that they have one hand also. Oh yeah. They'll be like handing you something and you're like, I can't, I can't take it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think definitely if I did have, uh, if I do have a child or me or Kelsey did, I think that's definitely something I would do is like talk to the, um, the teacher first about everything and like how they would like to go about it and like have a game plan of it and sit and talk to your child about the questions that they're going to ask or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think it makes it a lot. It just makes it like easier for the teacher even because I'm sure the teachers are like, um, should I say something? Like, I don't know how to respond, you know? So I feel like overall, it just makes everything like a smoother process. I think that's something we should talk about another another episode is like how like all able people they're like scared to ask us questions like they don't want to offend us so like mm-hmm. I feel like we should talk about that on another episode yeah yeah that'd be a great idea but I think that's all for today and I'm so glad thank you for listening to us and if you haven't gone over to our Instagram page or subscribe to our podcast you can go on that on Apple And we are on Spotify, so go ahead and subscribe. Yeah, and you can find us on YouTube also. Um, Yeah, all of our podcast episodes are on there as well. So um, we're excited to talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.